podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening, and welcome to NTK from the LFC Day Trippers. That stands for No Transfer Knowledge. If you've tuned in for loads of knowledge on transfers, like I know this is going to happen and I know that's going to happen, tune out because that's not what we're here for. What we're here for and what this show is about this summer is basically taking all the names that have been linked with Liverpool, whether they're really strong links or tenuous or just names thrown out um, for the crack, and we're going to... um, we're going to discuss them, and we're going to discuss them in a way where we give our opinion on the player. Is it something Liverpool could look at? Is it something Liverpool could do? Is it something we'd like to see? And um, we'll have like Keith and Emmett around with me tonight. But you know what? There'll be different people on as these shows go out, and there'll be different people hosting it as this show goes out during the summer. So it'll all be about opinion. It'll all be about names, and we'll just have a nice little chat about it for an hour or so. Um, if you're in the chat, I'm not going to ask you to like, subscribe, and stuff because that's all gone. But if you know, if if you've seen any names being in, in um, linked with Liverpool, or you've seen you, there's a player you'd like Liverpool to go for, throw them in there, and we'll have a discussion um, about them as we go. Um, Keith, how are you? I'm great, Gav. I'm great. I want to pull you up on something. No transfer knowledge. There's 150 years experience on this panel here, and there's plenty of transfer knowledge. <laughs> you two are taking up the, 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 the majority of that 150. Is that just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, but no, no, no. Um, there's a lot of knowledge, but not you know, we're not trying to sell anything here. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this because the transfers can be a, a murky water, you know what I mean? And, and I'm just we're just going to try and look at players who are generally being linked, or as you've said, people. Names that you'd think would be a good fit for Liverpool and, and we're just going to look at, at those type of players. But yeah, looking forward to this. I like the intro, by the way. It was like very Game of Thronesy or something. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those where um, we're definitely getting done for copyright. Um, <laughs> because even though it's royalty free, um, we're definitely getting done for copyright. So we're waiting we're awaiting that after the show. And Wait then we'll change, the, we'll change the music and everyone will get upset. That's how we usually <laughs> roll, isn't that it? Emma, um, would you like me to, to pull me up on anything? Are you okay? Well, I'm, I'm still waiting for the auto cue to come up. Like that's the music reminded me of the news or something like that. I have my sheets here to bang on the yeah. table at the okay. end. Hold on, yeah. Kind of play us out as well. Very, very um, cable-y of you, but fair play. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Brack starts as obviously Nunes is sorted. He's going to Man United and or Newcastle while still preferring Liverpool who had anything from 40 to 58 million bids to nothing clear as mud. Um, look, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna rattle through a load of players. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna see what we we think. What we're gonna see what the chat think, and that's what we're gonna do for the summer. You know, don't get me wrong. If 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 it's absolutely nailed on a player's sign of Liverpool, we will come on and do a special on that player, right? But as things stand, it's just loads and loads of names. And we're gonna discuss them. Why not? They're all football players, and we like football, so let's talk about them. Do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the one that seems to have the most concrete kind of stuff around at the moment that's Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen yeah. um, 18 year old right back um, anywhere between 4 and 6 million I've seen some you know 4 million maybe with add-ons, add-ons to things, 6 yeah. um, he has been linked with Leeds I think Villa's name come up as well um, but it, the talk is his preferred move is to Liverpool and he's trying to push that through Keith first of all what do you make of this as a transfer? Because it looks like he could be someone to come in to be that back up to Trent. I think Nico <coughs> Williams, it's been linked, it's been t- spoken about today that Nico Williams has, I think it's a £15 million price tag on him now. And Liverpool are awaiting quite a few people to come in with, with offers for him. What do you make of this one though? Because I know it's only £4 million, but a lot of talk around this chap. He comes in, he's probably looking at being back up to Trent. 
is it a good move or would you like to see someone more experienced maybe for the same money or is it just one of those where they'll they'll you know they'll, they'll work on him and by the time he's 20 21 he'd be he'd be, he'd be fantastic like usually what happens with most of our players that club gets yeah um it's an interesting one because you know right back over it's it's a bit of a not a poison chalice of a of a position but how do you back up Trent? Because he's he's not a right back in the traditional sense. So Nico Williams sort of suffered by the fact that he couldn't do what Trent does. Now I've watched a bit of Calvin Ramsey highlights. I haven't watched. I haven't been up on Aberdeen. I'm not going to pretend I have. But he looks a good player. But he, or he he's like a, a mix between the two. You know, uh, Williams is a more um, traditional attacking fullback let's say he likes to, to get running. up the line yeah. direct running and gets his crosses in whereas we know Trent is hitting balls from all over the place Ramsey looks like he likes a pass from deeper as well um, but it'll be interesting to see now someone mentioned it there I didn't get the name that Joe Gomez will do a lot of the covering and I sort of agree with that and what I think will happen here is I think this one will go through I think he will come to Liverpool Kevin Sullivan saying a four million, it's a free hit, and it is. And what Liverpool will be looking at here is if it, not if it doesn't work out, but if in two or three years' time Calvin Ramsey is looking for first team football, you'll make a, a profit on it. You know, you, you'll you'll get your money back. So while we don't talk about money ball as such, it is a bit of a money ball deal. It's similar to Ben Davis, who I know is getting linked away. I'm not saying he's Ben Davis, but it's a no risk signing. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, you just move the lad on. And and he gets the experience of playing with Liverpool, of playing under Klopp. And that can sound patronising, the experience of playing for Liverpool. But it is a big thing. They're talking about one of the biggest clubs in world football. And you're training week in, week out with the best players on the planet. So you can see why it's appealing. And, you know, it's like Simicast. Simicast is breaking through now. And he's been linked with Juventus. And he's been linked with other teams like that. So being a backup is no harm. If Liverpool have a plan to maybe, I'm not saying that the kid won't make it, but if he doesn't sort of nail down a, a regular spot, it's they could sell him on in two years, three years, and just bring another player in. You know, Nico Williams got a run at that. They get possibly 15 million off him. Great business. Calvin Ramsey can come in and try and back him up. It could work out. It, it might not. Uh, Paul Smith, I prefer Jed Spence, who's more experienced, more expensive as well than Ramsey. You know, Liverpool maybe are looking at Jed Spence, who would probably want first-team football. And you have to remember that any player that's coming in here knows he's not going to be a starter. And it's a hard sell. You know, it's a hard sell. Jed, Jed Spence is a good player, but Jed Spence is going to want game time. Jed Spence has got promoted no, I know he's only on loan from Middlesbrough, but he's got promoted to the Premier League. He's not going to want to go to Liverpool to play six or seven games a season. Kevin Ball says he talked to an Aberdeen fan. He tires out a bit towards the end of a game, which is to be expected, but he said he's very good going forward. But defensively, he's still got a bit to work on. And Emmett, when you look at Nico Williams, right? Um, Nico Williams goes on loan to Fulham, has a great time. Um, I think he's out of the team towards the end of the last season because he basically comes out and says in an interview and says he's looking forward to going back to Liverpool for next season. And I don't know where it's taken out of context, but he's not seen in the team again. Um, you look at that and it's, you know, he, he's played really well, Nico Williams. Like he's qualified for a World Cup there the day before yesterday, I think it was. Um, but but this lad coming in, like you look at doing Connor Bradley, who's 18 as well, isn't he? Um, Northern Ireland International is... Are we reading? Are we reading too much into this as he's coming in as backup to Trent? Because part of me looks at it and goes, "Okay, he's playing first team football for Aberdeen," but part of me thinks, "Get him for four million." Like Kev said, it's a no-brainer. You mightn't see him in the first team squad for a year, and we just see how he gets on. And he might be looking to maybe play Bradley and and Ramsey off each other and see who comes out the best. Could there yeah. be something like that in it? Or is, are we reading too much into this transfer? Because I feel we might be a little bit. Look, anybody that comes in that's going to be a right-back is always going to be seen to be a backup to Trent. But I, I kind of agree. I think you'll probably see Gomez still doing more of the covering for Trent uh, in the coming season. You'll probably see the likes of Ramsey if he does come in. I, I think he probably will in the likes of the League Cup games or the early rounds of the FA Cup. And you're right. <coughs> see, see what he's like. But at 18, Keith is right. Four million or even Kevin, like four million in two, three years' time. Even if he hasn't shone, you'd probably still get 
three or four million for him. So whereas if you bring in somebody more experienced as a backup to Trent, and let's face it, if you're a backup to Trent, I don't I don't think anybody sees Trent leaving. So you're going to be back up for seven or eight years because there's no I don't think there's going to be any shift in Trent. Um, so it is kind of I think it's more of a an investment. See what he's like, and if it's a case that. He's not up to scratch. We move him on and we don't really lose at anything. You will look at Nico. How much did Nico cost us? Came through, probably came through, he came through the academy actually. And now he's being touted at 15 million and probably hasn't, he didn't actually even play that much. But when he played, he, he kind of, he, he did well. He did well on loan. And I think was he, he was more playing in a left back position was in for Wales the other night. I thought he was yeah, more on the left back. Yeah, he seems to play a lot. Seems to play yeah, a lot so, on left back for them. Um, yeah, I think it's a yeah, it's a really good move, um, but I don't necessarily see it as a, a backup to Trent. It's just bringing in more young talent. Um, I think going into this season, it will be if we need if Trent is out or needs a rest. I don't think he throws Ramsey in. I think it would still be Joe doing most of the heavy lifting and mainly the younger lads maybe in the league cup and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and look, we'll have to wait and see if it happens, but. All the talk from from journalists that I would follow and stuff like that seems to be they're they're absolutely uh, going for this guy. And the talk from Aberdeen to the Aberdeen end and the players end is that yeah, this is the Liverpool is the movie wants. And and look, we can speculate on what happens if he comes in and, and how will he get on. But he's not signing for Liverpool without being told this is this is what the plan we have for you and five year deal or whatever it might be. And this is where we want you to be in twelve months or twenty four months time. So it's one of those where. You know, I kind of agree with you. I'm not a fan of Joe Gomez at right back simply because I want Joe Gomez to play centre back because I think he's a really good one. But um, you know, I I kind of agree with you. I think Joe Gomez would do, like you said, most of the heavy lifting if if Trent needs to um, have a rest and things like that. But having said that, and Sean, he said the five subs will get these lads games. I think the five subs will also help protect players as the season goes on. You know, there's games where, you know. We've made three subs and we end up going two and three nil up and you could want to take Trent off on 70 or 65 and you can't, but now you can. And I think it, it works both ways. Getting players games, great, but protecting players when you you have that little bit more scope to do it, I think is very, very good. Um, or you could push Trent into a midfield and I'm not going down the Trent in midfield rabbit hole, but if you're looking at, you know, 10 minutes to go in a game where you don't particularly want to take Trent off, you're up three goals and you might say, right, take a midfield player off and push Trent and have Ramsey in there. The, mm. the five subs, I think, is going to be crucial for the likes of these lads. We said that before, but I think this this could be a good move and, and a, a pathway to game time. You know, he doesn't have to be starting 30 games, but if he figures in games, that, that's all they need for the full season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's not like he's massively inexperienced either. He played 20-odd yeah. games for Aberdeen this yeah, season. Yeah. Now, he has played first-team football, there's no doubt about yeah. that, but the jump from the SPL to the Premier League is, is massive, like massive. monstrous, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say the Championship is probably less of a jump to the Premier League than the SPL is and that's, that's, that's just the truth of it. No disrespect yeah. to Aberdeen, no, but the sheer no. size of club as yeah, well the, that uh, you're going from. Exactly. It's 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 a big, big move for a very young yeah. guy, you know. Um, but look, we'll have to wait and see, but that one for me looks like it could get done and you know, I'm not too, I'm not too bothered if he comes in and you don't see him. I'd love to see him in pre-season, don't get me wrong. But if you don't see him in, you know, the first 10 Premier League games or in the squad, it's not one to worry about. It's not one where you go, oh, we've pinned all our right back, um, you know, backup hopes on, on Calvin Ramsey and he's not in the squad. I, I think that would be a little bit, going a little bit too far. Um, let's touch on one that was really heavily linked and looks I think it probably if it's not done already it will be confirmed very soon that's Aurelian Chouameni did I get that right Keith? Chouameni did yeah, yeah, yeah. good go um, yeah. had a good go um, but look he's he was heavily linked with Liverpool Liverpool were in from from what you would have read um, were in the driving seat for Chouameni um, were looking to get the deal done I think it was somewhere between 40 and 50 million I think that was the number at the time um, Real Madrid lose out on Kylian Mbappe and they've decided to go in heavy on Many, and I'm sure they will go heavy on somebody else towards the end of the summer but you know they've they've seen this money massive money that they're going to throw Mbappe free up now and they've decided that Many is their man it looks like it's 80 million euros um, rising to 100 million euros so you're looking at you're looking at 70 million pounds raising to 90 million pounds somewhere along that 
Um, first of all, are you disappointed Liverpool didn't stay on that wagon and see what happened? Or is it one of those where, you know, despite some people would say, well, if you really wanted him, you'd have paid for him. But I think Liverpool kind of had a valuation on him. And then when it got ridiculous and what Real Madrid were willing to pay, Liverpool went, we rate him, but that's a bit, it's a bit too much. And it's not, not that it's too rich for them, but I think it's a, no, he's be, that's beyond what we would value him at, at the moment. But he looks Real Madrid bound. I, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I never heard of the chap before listening to this podcast. Uh, I didn't I even go out of my way to actually look up um, like highlights or anything like that, or like a highlight reel. But um, it's very hard for me to say that I'd be disappointed when I don't really know that much about him. But what I will say is that, and you will have people saying, "Oh, we need to go out and we need to spend big or whatever." It's going to be one of those things. Five, five, six years ago, maybe I would have been disappointed and like falsely disappointed because it was like, oh, we're missing out on this fantastic player that everybody says is fantastic. Um, but now, I think I said it earlier on in a text message that wait till you see what the alternative is and they'll end up being twice as good as them. Look, what, look at when we missed out on Werner. Everybody was like, just pay the money for him. Then we went and got Jota. Um, I've heard that he's... Uh, I heard he was a holding midfielder, then I heard he was a box-to-box midfielder. So, as, like I said, I, I really don't know much you can about do it. I'm not overly, yeah, I'm not overly, overly disappointed. I just think that, like you said, they missed out on Mbappe and they've, they've gone in two-footed on this one. Um, mm. And not, not to say that the chap's not a decent player, but a price tag can weigh heavy on a player as well. Um, a price tag, is he actually going to go and start in Real Madrid's team? I don't think so. Um, is he a camera? I'd go as far as to say he's going to be the sixth choice midfielder in the Real Madrid team. There you go. So, um, they're literally just it's like they're buying him so nobody else can buy him, and they're going back to their the way they used to do that all the time. Um, I don't see him breaking into the team ahead of people that are there already, unless there's people going to be leaving. Um, it's just to me, it's going to be one of those they've had several players. What's the lad that went to that they bought up front? Um, I think it might be Serbian or something like that. Is Jovic. He? Jovic. Yeah, trying to get rid and of him. Yeah, so went out and splashed loads of money on him, never to be seen again. I think Ko- was Kovacic. Kovacic was at Real Madrid as well, wasn't he? Was, he was, yeah. 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 Disappeared into nothing until then he went to Chelsea. Fantastic player. But I just think that Chumeni or whatever, whatever way you pronounce his name is going to be the next in the long line of people that went to Real Madrid and disappeared. Mm. Chris says um, the Mbappe deal messed up our deal for sure many. I think we almost had it done before Mbappe decided to stay up here. The word coming out about sure many at the time was I think around 45 to 50 million pounds and Monaco had accepted that and I actually think they might have accepted the same off Real Madrid at the time. PSG then came in and started rocking boats and Real Madrid said, no, 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 we're not being done again by you this summer, and went and paid 80 million plus 20 add-ons. So it's 100 million euro. It's 90, it's about 87, 86 million pounds. And look, Jono says there, are Liverpool prepared to lose out on Darwin Nunes because we're being cheap again? That's frustrating. You give Klopp a new deal so you're back and fully stop being cheap. LFC have the sixth highest revenue in the world. Jono, I know you're very frustrated over Liverpool and the money they spend, right? But Liverpool basically put all the money back into the club that they earn. Like, they, they put it all back in. And don't get me wrong, if Liverpool go out and sign a player for 80 million quid tomorrow, I would be delighted. But at the same time, I go, is he worth 80? Have we had our pants pulled down a little bit here? Have Real Madrid been led up the path a little bit by... Um, probably PSG and not Liverpool because I say Liverpool just walked away and went no we're not doing that you know we'll do 50 million and it's a huge amount which is a big amount of money but we're not going to go and do 70, 75, 80 million you know what I mean um, but I understand your frustration I understand to a point I understand your frustration well I do because the, the frustration is oh can we get that player let's get that player why didn't we get this player but we get on to Darwin Nunes in a minute because the stories around him are just fucking madness. Like, you know, they're making no sense. They're actually making no sense. But Keith, Shoe Many, you were big on him. Um, yeah. Shawnee was big on him. 
Sean, he watched them for France and said, Gab, I'm watching him tonight. He's fucking fantastic. Um, he can play a six or an eight. I've watched a little bit of highlights and stuff like that. No, I don't watch Monaco. Like, I don't watch France. Um, so it's all being highlights. And he did look, he looks a real, real player. But like, do you hold any frustration with Liverpool where they go, will the news go to 80 million? No, not at all. I'm a huge too many fan. I think he's brilliant. I wouldn't have gone over 50 million from him and I'm glad Liverpool didn't get get didn't get sucked into that because Chumeni's an eight, right? Who can play as a six. People think he's a six because he's a big huge fucker. He's not, he's an eight. He's he's an eight who can play as a six. And it would have suited Liverpool down to the ground. But for that money, I don't think Liverpool do that unless it's for a ready-made, guaranteed starter. And I don't think Chumeni would have been that. I think, and in fact, not only do I not think Chumeni would have been that. Oh, or maybe I'll take that back. He, he could start in Liverpool's midfield eventually. I think Liverpool have to rise in another midfielder who they're willing to pay big money for. And I don't think for the too many type of player that they wanted, I don't think the money so was you, right. Um, you, you think they could have budgeted X amount and yeah. the budget... And sure, many at fifty was the lower end. I of that even budget. think. I, well, I even think fifty is too high. I think they would have gone like thirty to forty would have been. The, but let's let's just say. So, so so let me just put this here. And sorry, before I do, Jonas says Gavin frustrated. We are so so stuck in our ways with this model. There's zero leeway. I love the triple shows, but we aren't going to be happy, clappy cheerleaders for the club either. Are we? Um, yeah. watch the shows for not um, and I've, I've said it before there's numerous people on this channel that when they have an issue with um, FSG the manager the players whatever it is they'll just say it you know what I mean we're not held to nobody we, we don't tow any line for anybody we'll say as we feel and on this thing Jono I, I see your frustration in a certain way but I think when you're talking about going possibly about 60% over what you value woman, I think that's when you have to turn around and go whoa you know what I mean? And Liverpool would have bid that amount of money, say 50 million quid, going, he's probably worth 40, right? And we'll go 50 and we'll try to get it done. And it didn't happen. When someone comes in with 80, you go, well, we'll go over, but not that much. Do you know what I mean? But Keith... There has to be sense in the but transfers. Sorry, Keith, the scenario I wanted to give to you. Yeah. Do you think that Liverpool would have a budget, maybe over this summer and next, where they say, right, let me throw a number at you. We have... We want to spend 120 million on two midfielders because we really yeah. want to make this solid for the next five, six, seven years because of the age profile of some of our midfielders. And he would have been the lower end of that. He probably would have taken up maybe 30%, 35% of that budget where you have your eye on somebody else, i.e. Bellingham, let's be honest. Um, yeah, he's the one. You know, we... and they were going, let's spend that money. It's a big amount of money for two midfielders. But when it goes, when it goes from valuing our 40 to f- and, and, and going win with 50 to being 80 you know it's it's a lot it's, it's a big shift I'd understand if Real Madrid had signed him for 55 you go it's only 5 million but it's not it's 30 million quid extra is that is that, yeah. what, is that the scenario it's too much I mean when I first mentioned too many I was talking last summer it would have been as a lot of people were talking about Basuma as a possible player. No, he was saying, no way, 50 million Brighton had won for him. You get better value in France for that type of player. And I saw it at too many. And you're talking 20, 25 million at the time. Now, he's broke out this year and make no bones about it. This this player is absolute quality. But there's no way I don't think a lot of people are going high on this, this lad. Um, I think... And and look, I don't know. To the likes of John who's cry arson about, you know, we're, we're frustrated because we're stuck and blaming FSG. We're going by reports that Liverpool are getting this this narrative that we're getting beaten to too many by Real Madrid. I think we walked away from this a long time ago. Like I don't think Liverpool are entertaining once the money starts shooting up on this. Like Liverpool don't get into I think they're probably wars. about a month away from it. They're gone. Yeah. A month. They don't get into bidding wars. They they have a thing if they don't want it. And that's why they're linked with Ibrahim Sangare. Because he's that type of player a PSV who's about to explode. Liverpool want the player who's about to explode, not the player who's just exploded because you're looking at the figures. They won't spend 80 million on it. Like Liverpool's record transfer fee is what? 75 million pounds. On who? Virgil van Dijk, transformative player. Who's next? 
Alison Becker transformed the player. Now, Naby Kate is the flying the ointment in the argument here because we paid 53 for him. But they thought what they were getting with him was something. And, you know, they, they could probably argue that overall he's, he's been a decent player. They're not going to pay 80 million for a player like this. I think they would play 80 million for Jude Bellingham. And then I agree with your sort of number in there, Gav. I think if they got the two of them for 120, that box is off your midfield. I think Liverpool will be looking for the next player of that ilk and that's why Sangari is getting linked. And for people who don't know Sangari, have a look at him. Now, the issue I have with him is he's from the Ivory Coast and the AFCON does throw up issues. But look, the, if it's the player that Klopp wants, the player that Klopp wants. People think that Liverpool, as I say, get linked with all these geezers, get linked with these players, don't get them. And it's because FSG don't back Klopp. Don't be so naive. Do you know what I mean? Like it, they, they have a business model that stick with it. They'll pay. They'll have a list of players. If it goes out over the scale, and you're talking way over scale, eighty to hundred million euros. Like you're joking me. Um, how does that affect? How would that affect the rest of your window? Because if you, if you, we look. It looks like PSG have pushed Real Madrid to this. That's probably what it looks like, right? But how does it affect the rest of your window? If let's just say you want to sign, say Rafinha. Right, because I yeah. want to get on to Rafinha later, so oh, it's kind of a good thing to start on. So let's say you want to sign Rafinha, right? And you're saying, right, we we can get him for sixty, just say yeah. sixty, right? Because that's the number being blown around all over the place. But if Leeds look at you and go, that fellow's worth fifty million quid, and they're paying eighty. Next thing you're turning around and you're going, you want this fella for sixty, but you've paid eighty for him. We want eighty for him now. We want ninety for him. Yeah. How does it affect the rest of it? And I'm only trying to play devil's advocate here. You know, it's not me standing up going, oh, well, what the club do all the time is right. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate in this, Keith. How much no. does it affect the rest of your window if you go out early doors and go, and literally everyone around Europe's going, you've probably played 30 million quid over, over value there. That's why Liverpool don't do that, Gav. That's why other clubs, Manchester United, it comes to mind, that do these sort of things and get held over a barrel. Liverpool don't do that. And it's why... You know, a lot of people love Jared Bowen. I'd love Jared Bowen at Liverpool. It's never going to happen because West Ham are going to want exorbitant fees for him. You're going to be talking 70 to 80 million to even get a Jared Bowen. Liverpool will get Serge Nabry quicker than they'll get Jared Bowen. And, you know, people will moan about that and, and say, oh, you're not getting your top targets. It's not that they lose out on these players. They look at it. They see the figures. If you go and pay over the odds, 30 million over the odds for a player, every other club will rent you. Every other club will range you. If you're a team that goes in and it, it, I think a lot of the pull for Liverpool is the player wants to go to Liverpool, the player wants to play for for Klopp. And that's why I think the Jude Bellingham thing has, has legs because I think there's a lot of, you know, things that point to Bellingham and Bellingham's camp being interested in Liverpool. So that gives you your, your negotiation sort of tool or, or your, your foot in the door. And I just think if you go away from that, like Liverpool will look at a player, if it doesn't work, they'll go to the next one. And their sweet spot is 35 million. Between 30 and 40 million, Liverpool hit the sweet spot so many times. And it mightn't be a player everyone knows. Do you know what I mean? It might not be a player. Now, I've seen some mad links. I've seen uh, Christian Pulisic and the looks. I don't think they do that because I think he has injury issues. But there's so many players out there. Laura Duffy's a great point. Serge Nabry's also considered a homegrown player. These little things, you know, Liverpool will look for the value, but not cheap. People have to distinguish between value and cheap because if you get a player that's cheaper than another, look at Luis Diaz for 36 million. Is he better value than Jack Relish? And that's just using the extreme, you know, 100 million compared to, to 36 million. The more expensive the player does not guarantee he's a better player. It has to be the right player. And Liverpool, I trust Liverpool. And people can say, oh, FSG apologists and all this shit. I trust Liverpool's recruitment and management will get it right on the targets, right? And I think there's players out there that Liverpool know, boom, we'll hear the story about Chiuameni. And as we've said there, yeah. Real are going from, I think their name was thrown in just to get PSG to the table and to bump up the price for Real Madrid. I don't think Liverpool were ever interested. I think that'll be with every single transfer that'll happen. You're right about Rafinha. You go into Leeds after paying over the odds, Leeds will hold you over a barrel because they know you're desperate and they're not going to take 60 million. You have to, the club has to know that you're willing to walk away from a deal. That a player, 
it's not unsettled, but that he wants to go to you and you're willing to go to the next taxi on the rank. And that's the way Liverpool play. And they're right to play because if you start throwing money at it, you're going to go down a slippery slope and it's not going to work out for you. You get held over a barrel every time. Exactly. Once you do it once, that's it, you're goosed. Exactly, 100%. It's, um, it's, it's, I think it's, it's fairly obvious, you know, even by, even by some of the links that are a bit tenuous, you know, um, that Liverpool are looking for a midfielder this summer. Now, I, I've come out in, in the last couple of days and on shows and said, I would just, um, I would literally just, Go and sign Belling, you know. And people in the chat are saying, you know, oh, you're, you're in a bidding war next year. I don't think you are. I think that might be a, a, an eighty million buyout. Now, a bidding war in in the case of wages and signing on fees and whatever it might be, yes. But midfield wise, right? We've talked to you and many. You've, you've talked Sangara and Wayne Stewart says uh, at PSV's had unreal numbers this year, six foot three monster. Um, yeah, quality. Emma, it looks like they, they are going to look for a midfielder. It looks like Naby Keita will sign a new deal. That's what's being said early on in the window now. Um, I don't even think the window's open until is it next Monday or something? I don't know. Um, I, uh, it looks like Ox will leave the club. That's being that's being put out there. Um. So look, I'll, I'll throw the gauntlet down to you now. For show of the summer, midfielder is going to come in at Liverpool this summer. Who do you think it will be, or who would you like it to be? And take it right away. I'd like it to be Bellingham. Um, I agree with you that we should just try and go get him now to avoid the whole. But look, we've signed players before that turned down bigger money elsewhere because they wanted to come and play for it. I think Van Dijk turned down more money elsewhere, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay, okay, we paid 75 million for him, but we will have to pay that amount for Bellingham, 80-odd million. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's your bargaining chip, like Keith said, that his family are Liverpool supporters, season ticket holders. Um, before Bellingham, anybody knew Bellingham, a friend of mine is actually a Birmingham fan, and he was waxing lyrical about him all the time. Um, and he's doing the same now about his brother as well. Um, but I think Bellingham is your is your is your midfielder for the next 10, 15 years. Um, so in a case of going and spending big money like for something like that, and again homegrown, yeah, it's it's probably worth your while. But a lot of people think that the the wages in Germany, the wages outside of the absolute superstars in Germany, isn't that great? Um, I think we were talking about it the other day that Alfonso Davies is only on something like twenty three grand a yeah. week only. Uh, I think uh, uh, Lewandowski was only on twenty five at um, Dortmund, so it's only the really, really big, massive superstar. So I don't know what Bellingham is on at the moment, but I would definitely test the waters on Bellingham. Um, I'm kind of glad Naby signing a deal as long as it's not on improved and massively improved terms. <laughs> um, Probably would have taken the 50 million that we were offered, 45, 50 million that we were offered to put it towards uh, midfielders. But Bellingham is the standout for me, I have to say. Um, I've seen him a little bit more than I've seen too many. Um, and he just kind of, he's that kind of player that we're, we're kind of nearly missing, that kind of, that style of player that we're, we're missing. Um, there's rumours that we are going after his brother as well. So we might get two for the yeah. price of one. <laughs> Um, Kevin Miller thinks Bellingham is the next Sancho easy league untested Liverpool is several steps up uh, Jam Rock of the Super Chats I assume he was 50 million last year when we should have went for him I think that's what he was trying to say Keith um, you know we've seen the names of uh, somebody listed a lot of names there um, it might have been Kevin Sullivan but he had names in there like uh, here Barella Zaniolo Pellegrini Gravenberch they're all options out there Gravenberch still hasn't signed for Bayern Munich, but it looks for, and I thought that was done like weeks ago. Um, but if we go back New, on what we are talking, New House is that another guy? Neat, New, New House, yeah, New, New House, House, yeah, yeah. But 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 Keith, if we go back on on the thing we were talking about a few minutes ago about looking to do one now and one next year, if Bellingham still sticks to next year like you were talking about, do, what are you looking at this summer? Because the midfielder is definitely coming in. I I think with Milner signing Ox going, I. Th- I genuinely think he could let Ox go and bring one in and be happy. Yeah, I agree. The mm. fact that Milner has signed a deal and Naby looks like he's going to sign a deal 
that to me says one out, one in. And I wouldn't be surprised if no midfielder comes in, to be totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, right, we get too many, we can't get them, and there's no um, not alternative, but they're not looking at another midfielder because they'll look at the numbers and say, Harvey Elliott, we expect to make a jump again this season. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised with that. Now, would I do that? I wouldn't. I'd bring in a player... Um, but I would go all out for Bellingham. If there's any way we can get Bellingham done, I would do that. If there's not, and people can go on about Bellingham and being untried in, in a weak Bundesliga, that's fair enough. But he was playing championship football as well before he went there, whereas Jaden Sancho played no football. He was playing youth football before he went. I think he's. I think Bellingham is the man. People are saying Calvin Phillips. And Calvin Phillips is one that I wouldn't touch with a barge pole because I would imagine... There's a lot of miles on his clock from Bielsa. Injuries have killed them over the last injuries of the world. are injuries. They've been heavily linked to him, haven't they? And I think the money will be too there because I think you pay the English tax on him, which it, it kills every player. Do you know what I mean? So I just think you know Bellingham for now. If they can't do it for now and do it for next season, I would bring in one now. Whether it's going to be a name that we're talking about here, like a Sangare, Sangare. It could be one out of blue. And I think you'd need to look at Portugal and see what's getting what's getting done over there. And you see midfield players at Porto or Benfica or Sporting Lisbon because we do like the Portuguese league. We've got links. We've got heavy links. We've got um, player. We've got, you know, people on the coaching staff, Pep Linders, Vitor Matos, that were over there in Portugal that know that, that league well. And you might see a bit players we've been linked with before like Vieira and um, I don't know if we're linked with Vitinha, but um, players in that league in them teams might be the option that comes in I don't think it'll be a, I don't put it this way I don't think we'll be signing a superstar if we don't get Bellingham Paul Smith amongst other has mentioned Kone from Borussia Mönchengladbach um, there's yeah, different exactly. views on, on Calvin Phillips to be honest with you and um, let me see there's was, there was one or two um, Marmot Fielders thrown in there um, it's gone it's gone I can't remember who it was uh, but Look, uh, Neuhaus is at Gladbach as well, says Laszlo. Yeah, that's that's absolutely... And Scott Willick says, actually, don't sleep on Thielemans. There's a deal to be done there. He will oh, leave Leicester. Um, I like Thielemans. I don't like him. I do like him. I, do like I think him. he's a lovely player, but I'd say, I think there might be a bit of an attitude problem. There, there could yeah. be, but let, let's... I don't think he suits us. That's the, uh, there's something about him that I don't know if he suits us. He's yeah. a good player. And we've seen, we've seen names like Barella mentioned and stuff like that, but... Like, I've seen so many names over the last couple of weeks and it's like, Klopp wants this player at Liverpool and then it's like, the ne- next day it's like another player. Klopp wants this player at Liverpool and you're like, yeah. what? Many is he fucking signing? But look, exactly. let's, let's, let's move on to, um, I want to move on to Darwin Nunes. Now, this is one that's kind of, um, not even intrigued me, it's kind of amused me, to be honest with you. So, Darwin Nunes players for Bayern Munich or, or Benfica has a really good season last season fair play to him um, really good against Liverpool when he played against them twice and you know something it, I can't get my head around all the stories coming out about him so what I done last week was I basically went onto Twitter and I typed in Darwin Nunes in the search bar and I just hit go so I went to the you know the way you can go to the top and the latest and stuff like that so I think I went to the top or the latest tweets right and I would say about seven or eight different websites, right? Football websites were tweeting about Darwin Nunes. And it went, it ranged from deal agreed with United to um, he's telling Benfica he wants to go to United. United offering 70 million plus Pereira, I think it was. Um, he wants to go to Liverpool. He's told Benfica he wants to sign for Liverpool. Uh, you know, um, he wants to play in the Champions League. And then that follows up with um, close to signing for United. And I'm like, what is going on with this fella? Like, it's just literally, and it was about seven or eight different websites. So they all just come up. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Now, if he wants to play for Premier or Champions League football this season, he's not signing for Manchester United or Newcastle, right? Um, if he wants to do in the future, maybe so. He signs for them. And then I'm looking at the price and it just keeps going up and up and up. So what, what I want to know on this one is, A, do you think Liverpool need a nine? Because I'm kind of torn. I'm, I'm leaning towards Rafinha. 
because of his versatility, right? I'm going to put it out there. But do we just need to go and score a goal-scoring number nine? Emma, do we need to just go and sign? And is he the man? And is the price, which is <clears throat> somewhere around 60 million, is probably the, the realistic number? But it's kind of going higher than that as well. Where do you think we stand on this? Is he one we should look at or should we look elsewhere? Where, where are you going on this one? Like this, I don't want to say flash in the pan, but this this lad has just burst onto the scene. Do you know what I mean? So he's 44, 34 goals and 40 odd games and last season for uh, for Benfica. Um, do we need him? Like he, he played it, uh, like when he played against us, he came in off the left a good bit as well. Um, he could have gone around Kanate a few times actually along the line and decided to throw himself on the floor. And that's one thing I don't particularly like about him. Um, do we? Do we need him? I think there's a panic there because of all the stories of Salah not signing the deal, Mane probably going. So it's a knee-jerk reaction, not necessarily, definitely not from the club, obviously, but from fans as though he's the hot one at the moment. That's the one that we need to go for. Um, the fact that a reliable source came out and said that there was interest, you would have to think that there is interest. But I think it's going to be like to him anyone where we'll probably have set a, a figure and once figure starts being mentioned above that, we'll just pull the plug and back out of it. Um, not again, like we we'll probably have people saying that we're not willing to spend the money, but you have to look for value for money as well. And when you start getting into the seventies and eighties for, for this lad, he, like he's not really done it for that long. And it's the Portuguese league as well. Um, it's a massive, massive risk. I think, you're I think around the 50, 60 million, should be where you're looking at for him. And once it starts going above that, we'll probably pull the plug. Mm. Um, will we look elsewhere? Yeah, look, just talk of Rafinha. I'm, I'm not 100% sure about the whole Rafinha thing where he's come out and swore his allegiance to Barcelona and stuff like that, where they, where they want to actually go for him. Um, but um, I don't necessarily think it's something that we definitely 100% need, but I think it's this is all kind of sensationalism because of Mane possibly moving and it's it, it's like we have to go out and, and replace him. Mm. Um, I think we do replace him, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with somebody that's 70 or 80 million. Stephen Duffy says, Virgil van Dijk said Nunes is the top three strikers he's ever faced in the Champions League. Um, yeah, Virgil van Dijk has said he was one of the toughest he's ever played against. Um, you know, a lot of people in the chat are saying they like the player, but 75 million seems a bit high. The, I I think it was Joy, Paul Joyce came out and did say that Liverpool are interested, but kind of on their terms. So yeah. it'll they're basically putting it down to the player and saying, "Listen, if you want to come and play for us, it, well, will Benfica take that money? Um, if he what if if Liverpool was a preferred destination, um, he would probably have to go to Benfica and say, "Listen, there's no point in you accepting seventy and eighty because I'm not going there. You'll have to take the sixty-five, which is really good money anyway, um, especially for Benfica." And because I want to go there, so we'll have we'll have to wait and see on it. Like so far, I'm a bit torn on the number nine thing because I look at I think Jota should play down the middle. I'm a bit I'm losing a bit of pace with Jota Wyatt. I think Bobby has to play through the middle. I think Diaz left Salah right at the moment. Carvalho, as we we don't know where he's going to play, he can play across the front three, including centrally. He can play. Um, as a 10, he can play as an, he can, he's just so versatile, um, Carvalho and what you see, so I'm a bit torn on it, but listen, I'd live with it if they signed a number nine that scores 35 goals a season and Jota has to go out the lefty all the time, I can live with it, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to go mental over it, but Keith, you look at Nunes, then you look at Nkunku that, that the name is going around, and Nkunku's valued around 50, I think, 50 million, and he's raved about do you see anything in this Nunes stuff or do you think Liverpool are really interested like they would be in a lot of players but if we can do a deal at X amount they look at it if it goes beyond that and they go no we're not doing that they're just they're, they're not willing to overpay yeah I mean whether it's a midfielder or a forward I agree I don't think they'll be held over a barrel for them and look I'm a big fan of Darwin Nunes I think he's brilliant I, I don't think he's a flash in the pan one season wonder I, he went from um, Penarol to Spanish second division I can't remember what team it was it was Almeria. it Almeria. 
He yeah. goes to Almeria and I think he gets one and two uh, or better there for a season and goes to Benfica then. And Real Madrid are sniffing around him and everyone's going after this young fella and he's the next big thing. And it took him a while to settle in Portugal. But I think this young fella is ready to explode. I think, you know, he's in that sort of, now this fella hasn't exploded, the Vlavic sort of mould that he's like Haaland like. Right? So Haaland is obviously become this superstar. Let's see what happens there. But he's six foot two or something. He's really fast. He's not like, you know, a target man. He's really, really quick. And I think this is the most concrete one because of the fact that Joyce and, and mm. the other You've seen Lynch a concrete mention. You've also seen uh, Serge Nabry mentioned. There's, there's loads of players. Well, I'd say if you're looking at the central options, you look at uh, whether it's, if it's going to be a central player, looking at Darwin Nunes. Unkunku I don't trust there, to be honest. I think he's more of a winger. He's been a winger all of his career and he's just played a little bit more centrally this year at Leipzig. I think if he comes in, he plays with... Um, Joe Felix got a mention as well mm-hmm. before. Um, Joe Felix, if you could do Joe Felix, I'd be all over that because he can play anywhere in that front front three. Um, but I would, if I'm going for a, a realistic option, I wouldn't go more than 60 million on him because he's better than Jot. No, sorry, I, I take that back. Isn't it? He's not better than Jota. In my opinion, he could be better for us than Jota. I think Jota would be a, a not a squad option, but a rotation option. I think if you bring in Darwin Nunes, he would become the centre forward. Is that, and and is that, the, is that the way you have to look at it? Because, yeah. and you've hit on something there, and that's probably, probably out my mind a little bit. That's why I've interrupted you, right? Because I constantly go on about the squad. Right, and I constantly go on about Salah can play. He can play left if he wanted. He can play right. Yeah. He's de- he definitely has eyes to play down the middle at some stage. Diaz can go either side. Bobby can play more centrally and centrally and probably as a ten if you want him to. Jota can play, you know, um, left, left, right, center. Is it is it just a case of ticking boxes where you go? I'm going to bring him in. I know if two lads that really want to play down the middle. But if I bring him in, he's just a number nine, and he's just that's where he is, and just we that's just an option we need in the squad. You know, sometimes we need intricate stuff, and sometimes we just need to get the ball in the net. Yeah, well, we're, we're losing our six foot two centre forward this summer, and anyway, he'll right. We didn't always play, but imagine you did have an option of a more prolific target man for want of a better word. He's not really a target man, but you know, a tall centre forward who's something different, and. You know, I think there is a bit of a chance in that. Now, you know, the names that are getting bandied about, Serge Gnabry, Jared Bowen, Rafinha, you know, all these wide players. It could be a wide player that they look to bring in and move Salah centrally because you touched on it there. You know, Salah could go central like the way Mane did. And we we, we do forget a lot of the time. They play there for their countries. Do you know what I mean? Like Mane is playing central for Senegal for a long time and Salah's played there for Egypt on times as well. So it's not really new to them. But it will be interesting. There's names getting bandied about all over the place. But I just think the fact that some of them are name-checking Darwin Nunes, there's something in that one. But I agree, they won't go over the, over the top for them. They won't go over the top from, and I don't think they'll have to because I think the Portuguese, God bless them, they always throw out ridiculous numbers when it comes to transfers. Look at Luis Diaz, and that's at Porto, who've been the most successful sort of Portuguese club over the years, ended up having to take a a bit of a hit on them. I don't, I don't think you're looking at 100 million for Darwin Nunes. I think Manchester United come in. If he goes to Manchester United, it's all about money. If he goes to Newcastle, it's all about money. If he wants to come to Liverpool, that's fine. We know it's not about money. We give good money, let's be honest. We're not, we're not paying them and bleeding. I don't see United spending high fives. I think they've other needs. I think they've other needs there. And I think a lot of their business will focus on sort of Dutch and Ajax. That's why you see Frankie de Jong, um, mm-hmm. Anthony, uh, Jory and Tim are all these lads Dan Juma of course has been mentioned in yeah. the chat a few times he's been mentioned for Liverpool he's another one he's one that I keep an eye on for Liverpool because he's the one that you get in I think in that sweet spot range of 30 to 40 million I think mm-hmm. Dan Juma is one that you could do but, but it'll be again, interesting a wide player a wide player 100% a wide player so do they go for that wide player and I think Dan Juma does play off the left as well doesn't he so yeah I think just looking at it like 
we were, were really good at white. Even if you like, even if you wanted to say, right, Diaz, Jota, Salah can do your white stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, between them, two of them, you know, two where with a three every week or whatever. And then you're looking at Firmino. And if you signed, I think, I think I'm actually coming, I had Rafinha in my head because of his versatility, but I think ticking boxes as just a good, strong finisher. I think maybe, and maybe it's, it's a bit of a reaction to what City have done with Haaland. Where do you go? Look, he's gone and got himself a really fucking good finisher. I might have to do the same because he probably looking on. This could be, this could be an all out onslaught next season. It's it's going to be like who scores the most wins. You know what I mean? Like City have bought two. Yeah, but the, yeah, they have bought, they they bought, bought Julian two. Alvarez as well. Yeah, um, and and you look at it and you think to yourself, it could be just a shootout. Do you know what I mean? Like some some seasons City score more than us and we win a league. Some seasons we score more than them, they win a league. Um, it comes down to defences and, and an awful lot of time it does, but <laughs> Liverpool could be looking at this going, we need, we can't miss a single chance here now. We need, you know, if we're changing it, we're not changing it for a similar style of player. We're bringing on a number nine that's just going to look to yeah. poach goals and score goals. For, so, yeah, it's probably pushing me more away from Rafinha um, the more this conversation's gone on and that's absolutely fine because that's what we're here for. Um, Umar Patel wants to sign Pablo Weimar. I would as well. Absolutely oh, fantastic. Big fan here. of Pablo Weimar. Yeah, Keith would have... Um, Around this parish, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, uh, John says love Diaz don't think he's going to be anywhere near as prolific as Manny and Salah have been so we need a number 9 who will score loads I'm very interested to see Diaz next season after a summer um, absolutely being drilled um, in in this Liverpool system Um, Ney says who's your dream summer signing this summer Um, he asked me that Um, it will probably be Bellingham it probably would be Bellingham just for, again, I think if, if Ox leaves, you bring one in and if you bring a Bellingham in, he's there for 10 years and he, he upgrades your midfield. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see a forward as well. Would you rather see, like, sorry if I cut across, would you rather see Bellingham big money this summer and let's say Nabry, that'd be a cheaper option of, to, to supplement your forward line? Or would you rather see a bigger, you know, splashier uh, transfer in the forwards and the cheaper midfield player? Where do you feel the bottom getting up? Where do you feel the biggest need is? Because um, I know what I think. And well, I, I kind of so. look around and I think to myself, like, I think it's difficult up front. You know, you you look like you lose a Mane, right? You forget the Salah deal if he's a year left. He's still there. So you yeah. you Salah. Um, you don't know. Carvalho is the one that intrigues me a lot. Minamino's position, you will probably look and say he may leave, I think. So you're then, you're then down to um, Salah. Jota, Firmino, Diaz, realistically, right? Maybe throw Carvalho in there, but you will probably need one more. And up front, I think they do need something. In midfield, they're a bit better covered, but there's a bit of a risk for me in... Um, I think Kate has come on brilliant this season, but I think there's a bit of a risk in, in Milner at 36, but I, I compl- I'm completely behind him getting a deal. I think there's a risk in Henderson. Um, I don't think he can do... I don't think he can do the amount of work he's done over previous seasons. So you're looking at that. I think Fabinho needs help um, in in certain parts of the season when he's just being like used and used and used, when you're getting in the business end in particular and you want to change it. Um, you're looking for Elliot to come on and Jones to come on. Jones regressed massively for me this season, but that's allowed. Elliot's had a bad injury and we'll see him next season. So I think there's there's an equal argument for, for me, Keith, for, for both. And I would expect Liverpool to strengthen in both positions. I'd be a bit disappointed if we didn't. With regards to the money that's being spent, look, if you do 80 million on, or 90 or 100 million on Bellingham and you go, fuck it, go, let's go for it, you do it. But you'd probably have to back her up with 50 or 60 up front. You just would. Do you know what I mean? You just would because as much as I say it's ticking boxes, it's a very important box you're ticking. It's another fella that's going to score your goals. And you have to remember, you are losing Mane's goals. You're losing Origi's um, impact. And you're losing Minamino, who's just been brilliant in cup competitions for us. So it, it's a big, big box to tick. Names-wise, I'm terrible because I'll change, I've literally changed mine from Rafinha to fucking Darwin Nunes in about 26 <laughs> minutes since you start talking. Yeah. So I'm not very good at that. Um, Isco on a free, somebody says there, uh, Isco's a fantastic footballer as well. Dream was Bellingham, 
in midfield, up front. Listen, if someone told me it's Darwin Nunes, go ahead. I don't. I haven't seen enough of him. But but you need a striker that just scores goals. Like I would have absolutely sniffed around Harry Kane if I thought I got away with it. I genuinely would. I would. I I know. I don't like him. But I think if if you were to if you were to say to me you're getting rid of Firmino tomorrow, and you want to bring in a player that can play in a similar kind of vein to him on the ball, but scores more goals, it's Harry Kane, you know. But that's not Son. Son won't happen either. I think he signed a deal in the Premier League. It's hard. I think you'd have to go outside the Premier League to look up front. But I, if if I am, I'm looking for someone that's a number nine that scores loads of goals, and they're kind of hard to come by. If you're looking in the Premier League, I take Bone all day, all day. Another, day. he's another, he's another wide man though. Yeah, but I think he give you goals. I think he give you goals. I think if the problem with looking in the Premier League, and not even just English, even just you know, alright, there's value to be had in the Premier League, but I think you get rinsed a lot of the time there, and I think you do need to start, not start. You know, I'm not telling Liverpool how to start their recruitment and their scouting, but I think you you get better value. Um, the man mentions Victor Osman. I mean, I'd be surprised if you get him on the cheap. Napoli pay the blade and King's ransom to get him. Mm. Um, but there's, See, the there's thing with Bowen as well is that he's, 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 he's capped for England now as well. Yeah. So not only is he off the back of a fantastic season, but now he's an England international. So that kind of drives it up an extra five million. Yeah. I would say midfield is where we probably need it more because they probably the, it's, the, it's the place where we've not actually added to more recently. Yeah. So we've added Diaz up top. We've added Canate at the back. We've not added anything to the midfield in the last couple of windows. So yeah, I would be agree. leaning more so towards midfield over forward. But, but again, like you said, Gav, I think we should probably be looking at something at right back midfield and something to replace what we're losing up top. Mm. Trey is not too much to ask for. It's no, just how much are we going to spend. Okay. Um, before we go, is there any other names that you've seen linked that we haven't spoken about or hasn't? I haven't mentioned from the chat? Um, Stephen Duffy says, uh, what about Chiesa? Can play in all front three positions. Um, Bonkers says, Barea, our uh, Bellingham, um, Latoro Martinez. He likes that. Would anyone yeah. go for Tommy, Abra- Tommy Abraham? Says, Cal. Um, Tommy Abraham is interesting uh, I know the, the video went around him saying he'd, he'd be joining Trent next season and people thought there was a deal to Liverpool and all he <laughs> meant was if you keep putting Levin these crosses into me his name is yeah. out there there's the, the, so many things can happen and I think what Liverpool will do will be none of the above nearly do you know what I mean it'll be two players that you know, we know. I think we will bring in a forward. And I think we will bring in a midfielder, but there'll probably be two shockers that we don't even know. Hmm. I think what we said earlier on that Chew and many that we probably moved away from that about a month ago. I still think that the, the media and everything are talking about Liverpool in terms of Chew and many, but in the meantime, we're actually speaking to somebody else. That's the way we kind of. Yeah. That's the, the way we kind of move. Yeah, and. You know what? It's always a long summer. What we were to seventh seventh of June today. Um, we've we've another two months of it. Does it does it end on the twenty fourth of August this year, or does it end early? Or do you remember remember Golden one season they just cut it off in the middle of July and went focus and uh, yeah. some. Crap yeah, it ended in it ended in the Premier League at the end of a month, yeah. but it continued Nobody on in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it ended on the eighth of August one year, um, which was some crack, um. Look, it's going to be whatever it is, eight weeks, right? Or eight, nine, it could be ten weeks. I'm not too sure. Gavi is being September. A lot of people are saying Gavi. Gavi is there. The thing with me, for I don't know if you agree, the thing for me with Gavi is he hasn't mentioned once he wants to leave Barcelona. There's not a hope of him. Um, He wants wants a bigger deal at Barcelona. He gets a big boy out clause. He's there and happy done. Um, And he's happy out. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Telling me he was signing them. Listen, I'm there all day. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you want Gavi, you get Gavi because he's a boyout clause and there's nothing yeah. you can do about a boyout clause. Yeah. Well, there's no interest. But if you, if you go in, that's what I'm saying. If, if anyone thought you were getting Gavi out of Barcelona, they'd be queuing up around the corner. I said this last night. Yeah. They'd be queuing up around the corner with that 50 million quid in the, in the hand. And he's basically, uh, the word must be there. Listen, there's no point in you bidding. There's no point in you doing the boyout clause because he's not going anywhere. This is all just a game. He's a fantastic footballer, though, and an absolutely fantastic that footballer. Um, I don't know, but could Liverpool surprise us this summer? Maybe they will. We'll do this. 
once a week, I'd say, um, for the rest of the summer. As I said, if someone signs or something really, really concrete um, rocks in on our lap, on everyone's lap, because we know as much as you, um, we will definitely do something about it. But as I said, I'll be hosting. Keith might do it. Emmett might do it. Sean, he won't. He fucking hates transfers. Um, <laughs> but um, Kev, I'm sure, will be involved. Chris, uh, there'll be loads of different things going on. So um, keep an eye on this as the summer goes. Um Anything else before we go, Keith? Because I did say an error, and we are at an error, and we're doing really well. We're really the best boys. Yeah, I, I won't bring up any more names then if we're going to wrap it up. We'll keep some for next week. And oh, a quick one before we go. Nah. Now, Martin Terrier's getting a lot of talk in there. Paul yeah. Smith's thrown in Martin Terrier. Good player, but I, I don't know if he's what we need. Good player, but. Mm, okay. Um, Emma, anything else before we go? No, I was going to m- mention Tammy Abraham, but that's uh, already been mentioned. <laughs> okay. Um, IP Vanish. Link is in the description. I'm not going to make Keith do this because he can't. Um, <laughs> but the link is in the description. www.ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. Protect yourself with a VPN on your phone, your tablet, your desktop, whether you're at home or on the move, protect your data, passwords, etc., etc. Really good deal. You're getting it for a year for around $40, which is an, is a really, really good deal. So check that out. Failicon is a charity partner. Link is also in the description. And our golf day is two days away. And if anyone pulls out his golf day in the next 48 hours, I will fucking lose them my mind. Um, <laughs> but the link is in the description all about Failicon. Um, a friend of ours was actually running the mini marathon at the weekend and was running for Failcon, which was great to hear. Um, Horn, a f- couple of friends raised over a thousand euro, which is brilliant. But we're trying to get to 10k. As I said, two links in the description one about Failcon, two for the donation button. Um, if you want to donate, go ahead. If you can't, send a donation link around to as many people as you possibly can. We're going to try um raise some money on Friday over a couple of drinks and uh, we'll see how we get on. Um That has been NTK for tonight. Just to let you know, I'm recording a show tomorrow night, which will be audio only. Um, we'll give details out of that tomorrow. Uh, Thursday is the viewer's voice, which will be Keith Emmett Matt and Ron um, on Thursday night which is cool uh, Friday night will be Sports Unplugged and um, then we go from there for the rest of the week but as I said this show will be once a week but we will bring it on twice a week if we have to if something really solid comes it's been a pleasure to talk to Keith and Emma it's been a pleasure to get everyone's comments in the chat which has been really really good we will talk to you soon um, yeah have a good one over now Podcast Network.